kid. You tried your best and you failed miserably. The lesson is never try. Are we live right now? Are we are we recording? All right, welcome to week eight of the NFL season. Uh, here on Wrong Side Right Result Podcast, uh, joining me on our early week pod as normal as Nate. Uh, he's going to do the recap uh, with me for the weekend. Um, it's Nate's favorite because he can't be wrong. Um, which I don't know about that, Mom. <laughs> you were you were wrong a lot over the weekend. I got overconfident on a recap, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you were. Uh, uh, your first official week doing the picks with us, you, uh, you inauspicious beginning. So, I think John lead me in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I did. Was go trying against to go against him. I went yeah. against him too much or something, but his record's not great either. So I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, John. John had a bad. Uh, he had a good week this week. He was four and one. Oof. Yeah, I uh, I squeaked out two and two and three somehow, but I split when I was head to head with John. John and I were one and one against each other. So he was way right about the Ravens and the Lions. That was that game was over. I think, in fact, I I should have texted. I was thinking it. I think about halfway through the third quarter, the Lions are. Let's just work on some other things for for next week. Yeah, but that was over uh, three minutes into the second quarter. Yeah, just uh, they just they just got outclassed. I couldn't even really explain that game. It was frustrating yeah, to watch the Lions. Like yeah, they did. Um, I don't know if it was just a scheme problem. Uh, you know, they had, I don't know, they had Lamar in their grass. And then he, I, I think I did text you guys that it looked like the 2019 Lions and the 2019 Lamar, Lamar Jackson. That's the best assessment that one can put out there. Lamar was running them in and it was, yeah, they, they made him look bad. The Lions didn't even, they didn't show up on either side of the ball. Uh, nope. Now it's two or three weeks, I think, in a row that Panay Sewell, uh, their their awesome left tackle or uh, left guard, I forget he was he was on he was on uh, that was the big debate for the Bengals either Jamar Chase or Sewell and Sewell's been on fire, but the last three games I think he's got uh, at least I think two two penalties per game, which your stud lineman that that can't happen, and that put him back on at least two scoring drives. Or that you know potential where they were moving the ball when you're when you're getting beat up like that and then that just adds on top of it you're you're just in a hole that you're not coming out of yeah no they and they weren't and they they missed Montgomery I think that's pretty clear um, they couldn't get anything established on the ground in the air stopping them was just not happening it's just a bad week for the Lions so I think we've talked about that enough I don't think yeah, that game was ever down. Uh, <laughs> The uh, Raiders Bears, uh, Bears threw out a rookie quarterback who was getting beat by the Colorado School of Miners a year ago, and, and now he's beating an NFL team. Bears are just an enigma. He looked he looked decent too. Yeah, you know, and then uh, the running back out of nowhere scores three touchdowns. Um, Dante Form- Foreman, yeah, Dante Foreman, yeah, just. You know, everybody predicted that. that, that or is Dante it Deontay Foreman? Deontay Foreman. Or Donta. We'll just call him Mr. Foreman. Yeah, uh, I predicted it. I picked him up, started him in two leagues. So, I mean, I... Oh, nice. 
Maybe it was just luck, but you know, I'm going to go with that. I went with them. I I texted out too. And then also um, on the cast with all three of us, I I told you to to look out for this QB. He was a stud. He was a stud in college. Uh, They, they gave the rundown of his stats and it was pretty incredible uh, when he was getting drafted. And I was like, man, that, that could be something. And uh, now I don't think he lived up to the hype that I was probably putting him at in the text, but um, he did play well. Yes, he did. Pleasantly surprised there. Yeah. Uh, let's see some other game. I did. I didn't. I don't think I watched a single down of the Giants Commanders game. Uh, think I, I had. I did. I watched. Think a I had. I think I had it on in the red zone in the background a couple times. I did text that that they were uh, living down to the expectations. Which team? Both. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be more specific there. No, it's not uh, not in that game. <laughs> Um, what's crazy is the giants jumped all over them, uh, pretty quickly. And then they both decided, I think just to let the defenses play. Yeah. Uh, let's see. But it was a good coming out party for Waller and Barkley, uh, both of them with, uh, pretty, pretty long touchdowns, but that was, that was about it. Yep. Uh, Tyrod was having a move in the first half. And then I don't know what these two teams decided to do in the second, but didn't look like football and I, you know, I, I will definitely give praise the defenses uh, when it's due, but this one, I just, it just looked ugly. Yeah. A little, a little thing I like to look at is uh, on ESPN, they have the win percentage and it never went below 70% uh, after the second quarter for the giants. I think you got 65% win share. That's kind of wild. Cause it was win just problem. one possession game. Yeah. yeah so it was, the possession, they never really had it in doubt. Um, the Giants outgained them by over 100 yards. They had more first downs. Somehow Washington had more time of possession. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I felt, I felt, I ended up picking the Giants in that um, and felt pretty comfortable about it. It just wasn't in my top five. Uh, another one we were wrong on was the Bills game. Uh, Bills and Patriots. So. Yeah, you had Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, and they, they look good. They cruised a nice victory. <laughs> uh, Nate, is, Nate is in that place called Denial. No, Bills, Bills look good. Uh, let's move on. You know, what's actually funny is uh, with uh, two minutes to go, they had a 77% win chance uh, in that game. Yeah, I'm some- sure next thing you're going to tell me, too, that Mac Jones led them with a minute left for the whole yeah. the whole play the whole field there, and that's what you're going to tell me. I, I I don't believe it. No, no way that happened. Yeah, they Buffalo did. covered, looked good. Um, you know, getting getting ready for that Cincinnati matchup down in Cincy on a Sunday night that I'll be at. You know, I like you know in my head, I like to I like to you know see where I have the teams here, and you know I'll I'll make them better or worse in my head. I think this one I'm I'm making Buffalo worse. I'm not making the Patriots better. I don't. Know, there's just something not right about Buffalo. I, I I've said it. And I, I don't trust myself when I'm betting it, but I've said it where they've lost three key pieces on defense. It shows. I think they're they're run. They, I don't think they have an identity fully. I think the last three years or whatever, four years with Josh Allen, their identity is Josh Allen to Diggs, and then sprinkle in some Gabe Davis. And I think this year, not that they've gone away from Diggs at all, but they're not using Davis, and they're also. 
I mean, you can watch them and you, you might not even know if they're running backs even playing. And I don't think they switch it up. They just refuse to incorporate James Cook that often. They, they just, I feel like each week, week to week, they don't have an identity. A lot right. of these teams, you know what they're going to do and, and not as unpredictable as in plays, but they're going to go to their studs and Buffalo is just not doing it. No, no, I, I can't, I can't figure it out. I'm off of them for a little while. Uh, we'll see. They have a, uh, Oh, who do they have this week? They play the Thursday night game this week, right? Week uh, I'm not sure, but in two weeks they got Cincy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, we'll get to the, we'll get to who Cincy has. Yeah, they have Tampa on Thursday night this week. All right, that should be a decent one to watch with some high profile guys. I mean, I don't know about the game that that's for a whole nother cast, but uh, um, you know they've got they've got a solid solid. Uh, you know, players and studs on both sides. To, that's going to yeah. keep people's interest. Yeah, and moving on to, uh, we'll talk about the Falcons-Buccaneers game. That was a close back-and-forth game. Um, Falcons surprised me and pulled it out on the road. Um, I guess, you know, we talked that Tampa, maybe Tampa's a little fraudulent, and uh, I think that might be the case here. Um, yeah, a little disappointed. A little disappointed at Tampa at home. Um, yeah, that... That's a that's a game they should win, especially where they started out the year. I think um, Atlanta. I think they're they're getting close to that Detroit line um, of all right. Show me show me you beat a good team. Um, I, I think I'm I'm a half. I got I got half a foot in on Atlanta. Uh, I, I think one when, when a good team. I don't even know if a good team is on their schedule, um, but. If one does come up, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they look like against a solid team. Yeah, I uh, I was kind of I had them in the playoffs preseason in our preview. Um, I'm going to stick with it. They're four and three. I think they got as much chance as anybody to win that division. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then Ritter Ritter actually looked like a competent quarterback that game. I think that's about two or three weeks in a row he's looked like he can throw it around. Where I never. You know, the first uh, three weeks of the season, I don't know if he broke 100 yards. Yeah, he had 250 yards passing, 1925. Yeah. That's a pretty good stat line. Yeah, two um, solid games in a row for him. Yep, still, they still have three turnovers, which they're going to have to cut back on if they want to do a whole lot. But, um, well, yeah, yep. so we'll see. Tampa, Tampa's, Tampa's showing who Tampa was, I think. Yeah, that was, this is a game where you say one team's trending up and one's trending down afterwards. It's pretty easy to see that. I, you know, it, it stayed kind of true. They were, I, I said last week, I thought they were pretty evenly matched. Um, I gave the edge with Tampa's defense, but after, after watching the game, I'm going to, I'm going to say uh, Atlanta took a step ahead, not just because they won, but they go on the road and do it and they do it. You know, they were in control there in that last four in the, in the last quarter and a half. Yeah. This is, this is the next game. I really wish John could have made the, the pod and I'm going to want to get his feedback later in the week is the Browns game. Uh, that one was just all over the map, um, and that was a long game too. It was I don't know so long. How you get that many possessions in an NFL game. Uh, the the officials gave it to Cleveland at the end. It was just it reminded me of when the Rams were driving against the Bengals in the Super Bowl, and you just knew they were going to keep throwing flags until they scored. And I saw that the way they did it. the way they did Indy was wrong. Such bad that that call the uh, the illegal contact is 
one of the worst calls I've I've ever seen, and that was that that fumble, that strip sack, yep. and um, that that that's a heartbreaker because it was it was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Yeah, that went. Yeah, I mean the the win share for that was you know around halftime. You know, Cleveland was 60, 70, 75% to win through the third quarter. Then the Colts with uh, three and a half minutes to go were 82% to win. Uh, just a crazy back and forth game. It was fun to watch, but it is a yeah. shame that it came down to the, some really questionable flags there at the end. Oh, for sure. You know, it's crazy. We haven't even touched on Deshaun Watson. Nope. What is Get it? He, he went out again, and, and I texted. I actually texted. Picked I said, up on that? Touch on Deshaun Watson. I, I try not he, to. He I likes really, massages. Yes, I, I get it. Okay, gotcha. Uh, we would he would like to be us to touch on him. Yeah. Um, uh, what's going on with him? I I think he may have some character flaws. <laughs> there may be some some red flags there. <laughs> I don't, you know, there, there's some injuries. I'm sure uh, that when you're it's down and deep in the joint, there's probably nothing that a doctor is going to be like, yeah, yeah, you're you're really hurting down there, but you can't see like, there's no, let's let's an MRI is going. I don't think an MRI can see anything unless it's, you know, inflamed, but if it's a bruise or if it's just not feeling right, I mean, he knows, I mean, I'm I'm sure he knows his own body um, along with a few masseuses, but um, I just don't know what's going on with him mentally football wise. Yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, he took a pretty, pretty big blow. Uh, to the head there um, when he hit the ground. But, I mean, he, you know, he's not finishing games. And I, I texted, actually, when he when he went out. I think I texted you and John. I was like, hey, hope for the Browns. Watson went out. Yeah. Uh, even when he's in, he doesn't look good. Um, he just, he looks like a $230 million mistake. Oof. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that is guaranteed money. And they are not going to be able to unload that contract. Um PJ Walker looks confident coming in. Uh, let's see his stat line. Uh, passing PJ Walker. I mean, 15 to 32. So confident might be overstretching it. Yeah. How does your quarterback go 15 for 32 with 178 yards and an interception and you win the game? That is. Well, he, he didn't play the first quarter. So, you know, he stretched that out. He's probably, you know, give him an extra quarter. Okay. Uh, just coming so, up with something. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 210 yards and 18 of 40 i mean yeah the colts the colts have gained them 456 yards to 316 that was half of the yardage that cleveland's given up all year yeah four turnovers definitely hurt them that's pretty wild zach moss i think outgained jonathan taylor by about 10 yards and uh, but Taylor's got him by about 40 million. Yeah, Ford had 74 yards rushing, I believe 77 of that came on one play. Jeez, yeah, and, and then yeah, he one thing I will say about these two quarterbacks that end up finishing the game between Minshew and and PJ, I'll, I'll give Minshew definitely a, a little bit of a step up from some others, but you can throw Tyrod in there, I can probably come up with a couple others as well off the top of my head, but they're very serviceable backups. They're, they're really solid from, from where they're the good plays and the decent plays, but they have these one or two like panic 
modes like pj walker is getting spun around throwing it some he doesn't even know what direction it's those it's those plays that make a huge difference you know you're falling back and you only throw it four yards because you're trying to throw it away and you can't get any power behind it that's the difference of these guys and if pj walker can cut that stuff down cleveland cleveland can at least win the turnover battle that way especially when you got miles garrett the the game wrecker on the other side that dude's unreal right he is unreal, and uh, yeah. So that was that was an exciting game. I, I'm not. I don't think Cleveland deserved that game at all. But you know, sometimes you got to win games you don't deserve, and they yeah, definitely did. I agree. I agree. Uh, moving on to the next game. Sorry, bouncing back and forth. Got a little Pittsburgh and Los Angeles. Oh yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and the Rams. Another it's game with a home game in Los Angeles. Yeah, about sixty percent of the stands were uh, were Pittsburgh fans, from what I heard. Unreal. It, yeah, the sound. I can tell you who was louder. Too. Absolutely. If, if six, if that was sixty percent. The forty percent for the Rams. Whenever they did anything, you couldn't hear. Yeah, the Rams fans are Los Angeles fans have never been, you know, confused for for crazy loud. Um, just looking at the wind share again, the Rams through the third quarter were 80% to win. And then, you know, Pittsburgh with, again, some help from the, some questionable officiating. And that, that fourth down call was really bad. And just a quirk of the rules didn't allow it to be reviewed because it didn't, it happened before the two minute warning, even though the two minute warning happened before the next snap. Uh, Pickett was clearly down half a yard short of the first down. Uh, got the favorable spot and allowed Pittsburgh to kneel down to end the game. Um, I don't, and that was rough. The Rams were out of timeouts, which I guess says you, you got to save a timeout for the end until that two minute warning. Yeah. I, I don't have a lot on this game, to be honest. I, I saw some decent offensive plays for Pitt. Uh, having Deontay Johnson back was huge. Uh, Pickens got loose a couple times. So there was some problem. It was the best passing I've seen in, in as they were cutting over uh, to the game. But that, that wasn't one I had a whole lot of interest in. Um, outcome, you know, I, I'm not I'm not surprised. But it kind of felt felt like it got a little sloppy every time it cut over to the fourth. It was just like a, a you know, field goals going back and forth. And uh, Brett Maher just got cut today. So probably. Rightfully so. That poor Missed guy. three field goals and cut. Um, yeah. Rough, rough life as a kicker. Yes, it's a good life if you can keep it. Yeah, and you know he's not getting cut. PJ Walker, who threw forty percent completion, <laughs> exactly. he's not getting cut. He's not uh, getting cut. Kicker, sorry, you're out. Yep, you're out. There's there's another dozen of you we can sign, and then cut. Oh, it's kind of like hey, I guess that's where real life kind of mirrors fantasy football. You, know, you can just rotate kickers every week if you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Flavor of the week. Yes, indeed. Uh, moving on to the next game. Uh, and we got three games here in a row that I don't even want to talk about. The Seattle, the Seattle, Seattle Cardinals game. Yeah. Who won? Uh, Seattle did by 10. Okay. Seattle won. Seattle won and covered. Good for uh, yeah, it was. That was not an exciting game. Dobbs Dobbs ended up on his back, I think, more than upright. Packers, Broncos, this is two teams that I don't think really are going anywhere. 
No, I think Jordan Love, uh, he is a little disappointing. I, I thought he would do a little bit more. Russ came out. He was cooking a little bit. So there might be some this hope. Is, this is 2023 NFL football, and your two starting quarterbacks had 180 yards and 194 yards passing. Well, they play in a high altitude there. You know, the, the ball was yeah, falling awesome. over their heads. Yeah, because it's overinflated because of the air pressure in the ball. I, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah, I didn't watch. I watched very little of that game, uh, and I was not surprised at all that they looked as bad as it did. It's not yeah. entertaining. Well, the I Chiefs game I did watch. Games. Yeah, I saw Jordan Love uh, pass Ricochet off somebody and get a touchdown still. I saw Denver use uh, unlimited personnel. I just think they're looking for both, – both teams just looking for anything that works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then the Chiefs uh, and Chargers. Uh, that was the other one John and I disagreed on. He had the Chargers. I had the Chiefs. Great um, game. That great was actually. Game. What's that? I thought it was a great game. I thought it was an exciting. I thought, so I thought it was exciting the whole way. Um, Taylor and I were jumping up big time. Um, you know, enjoying it. So it was good. The Chiefs, uh, even from the beginning of the game, were never below sixty. Five percent to win. Oh, 58% there uh, when the Chargers pulled, tied it up in the second quarter. Uh, I had them at they, 100% at the start. Yeah, they out, they outgained them by 150 yards, seven more, eight, not nine more first downs, won the time of possession. Uh, Mahomes looked like Mahomes. Yep, from, had, I mean, 32 of 42 for 424 and four touchdowns. I mean, that's... It sounds it's quiet. It was a quiet Mahomes game. It was, and, yeah. And I feel like that's what you come to to expect from from Mahomes. That's what you like. That someone says that you're like, oh, okay, normal game for him, right? And that's that's the hard part of being so good and being you know as a two time Super Bowl champ already and uh, labeled the best QB in the league and can do just about anything and throw. Four four hundred and thirty yards, just yeah, like, good game, man. Just a workman day. Yeah, not bad. Kelsey had, I think, one hundred and forty-five yards in the first half. Um, yeah. To be fair, I said, "Hey, Taylor's going to be in the in the stands. He's going to have over a hundred yards in the first half." So I'm going to I'm going to chalk that up as a win to me, even though I said it in jest. Um, but twelve receptions, one seventy-nine. That guy's just he's just a machine. Yeah, I, like, I don't. I mean, I watch him. Is it is it the route running that just does it, or the teams just really think he's not good after doing it for eight years or whatever it is now? Like, what's how is he so open? I think a lot of it is the play calls. I think just they're just so well designed that he just gets. I love Andy Reid. Then I mean that is, I mean this guy right here. He's um, and also I just don't know if they have anybody that can physically guard him. He's too big for a defensive back. He's too fast for a linebacker. Yeah, but most of his receptions, there's nobody within five yards. That is also very fair. Right? I mean, you can't jam him on the line because he'll run you over. I mean, even Tyreek has people around him. Yeah. Kelsey's just over here like, yeah. They, oh, man, we forgot about Kelsey again. Yeah, that's why I think it's it's got to <laughs> – this guy's just going to beat this, isn't he? Yeah. Maybe they're like, yeah, we'll let Who's Kelsey. guarding this guy? <laughs> It's like, is it every play? They just don't know who's guarding him. I I can't figure it out. He's so wide open. 
Yeah, and he's probably the one guy on that offense that can just beat you. Like exactly. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I mean, he's. Yeah, he catches a pass. There's nobody around him for ten yards. You're like, hey, people have heard of this guy, right? Like, he's not. Not, well, not a secret. Not, not a secret. Swift started dating him. I've seen a lot of TikToks that uh, a lot of people didn't even know, and Taylor put him on the map. So, yeah, maybe, okay. maybe going forward, teams might realize, oh, that's that's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Uh, yeah, we should guard him. We should guard him. Yeah. Well, all right. That was. I was pretty. I was pretty comfortable with that. With that bet, uh, and have it in my top five. Um, that solid pick, man. I, I, I'll give you that one all day. That, that was looking back at it. I know, you know, this is the recap and we're never wrong. Um, I would say that was probably the most obvious one. I don't know why I keep giving the Chargers just too much credit. I, I don't understand it. I think a lot of it, too, is just Casey sometimes doesn't cover. Well, they're back to covering. So are they the best two and four team in the league? I mean, I don't. I don't see the question. list, but I, you, you would never know, you know, with what their firepower is. You would never sit there and think they're even two and four. Yeah. I mean, that guy is both sides of the ball. It, it makes, it makes no sense. I, I, I feel like that's got to be probably the biggest disappointment of the year so far. Yeah. I think so easily from expectations to currently standing. That's right. Yeah. Were they a playoff team last year? I can't remember. Yeah, they, they were, right? Were. They uh, yeah. I don't know if you remember their debacle. They were up 20. Oh, yeah. They were up Jacksonville. Jacksonville. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Since that game, they just not been the same. Nope. Uh, well, Staley's, Staley's going to be coaching himself out of a job if they don't turn that ship around. So yeah. they are too, too much talent on that team to be two and four. Agreed. Uh, moving on to two very talented teams. Uh, this game did not disappoint. Uh, Philly Rested. and Miami. Rested. You are brutal on the refs. Um, oh my gosh, man. I can't stand it. Um, but Philly was in control this game. Um, the Dolphins still, the Dolphins still have to beat somebody to impress me. Um, I was going to say that. And I feel like to me, they fell back a notch. And that's great offense. Uh, one of my buddies texted me uh, the win totals for each team that they've beaten, and it wasn't good. Uh, that was me. Yeah, no, I didn't want to say <laughs> it, but and and it's, it's not good. And they they didn't show up against Buffalo. They didn't show up against Philly. We've already dogged Buffalo, but Miami is just not getting it done against that next tier of a team. No, if you want to be a real contender, these are the games you have to at least show up to. Yeah, and, well, they would have had the lead to start out, and that was a correct call on the that touchdown to Tyreek. But Philly had a great a great game plan. It was pretty incredible with the way that they took up the time of possession. Yeah, That's one all- way to beat Miami. I mean, Miami didn't even get the ball. I came down after putting the kids down, and uh, Tua was getting the ball for the first time with I think six thirty eight left in the first quarter. Yeah. That- is that yep. right? There's no <laughs> way. Like I missed their first possession. He throw a pick. Did he? Did somebody fumble? What happened? Nope. No, that's. I mean, the time of possession was thirty six forty three to twenty three seventeen. So, and yeah, right, give it to know. Philly. Philly. Philly looks like the real deal, and I, I don't even think Hertz is playing his best right now. Yeah, and uh, you know I get a lot wrong on this podcast, um, but I got. 
I, I said Philly could take the air out of that ball and, and not let Miami have more than six possessions. Yeah. Miami. Two great calls by you, man. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Pat myself on the back because uh, yeah. I still went two and three. Um, yeah, but your two were great. Um, they were your top two. <laughs> they were my top two. Uh, Miami had 244 yards of offense um, total. It's not Miami-like. Usually that's just Tyreek on his own. Exactly. Um, Tyreek still had 11 catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown. So he got his, but they just they couldn't get the ball back. And I, it's almost like Philly tries to have fourth and a half yard. It's like they, it's like they game, it's like they game plan for that. Like, all right, yeah. we're going to call three plays. We're going to gain nine and a half yards, and then we're going to shove the line for that other yard, and we're going to keep the ball another five minutes. I, the like, crazy <laughs> thing is, they they prop, they popped up a stat. I want to say, I want to say it was either end of second quarter, maybe beginning a third, um, but they were four for four on four on on one yard to go already with that play. Yeah. And I think one of them might've been on third down, but um, they were four for four. And the reason why it stood out was one, obviously it never fails, but it was so early in the game. I'm like, you've already done it this many times. Like they're doing it, you know, five, six, seven times a game and it's automatic every single time. Yeah. And then you, you know, and then you load up the box to stop them and they're like, cool. We'll go over the top AJ Brown. Yeah. Um, I think the goal of stopping Philly is not letting them get within two yards of the first down line. Exactly. Because if they get third and eight, if they get third and two, they're just going to do that play twice. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. Hertz is, uh, Hertz, Hertz will get it from maybe even the two, that dude. Yeah. I, I got to get pat myself on the back. Um, I impressed my wife big time. So we're watching the game and. <laughs> This and doesn't they, happen often. Yeah, I know. That's why I got to pat myself on the back here. Um, I was telling her, like, they did this play. I'm like, this is – it's a guarantee. Like, this is going to happen. And she watched it. She's like, oh, my gosh. I said, yeah. I was like, this guy is a Jalen Hurts. He's a beast. He squats more than anybody in the league. He is a stud. He just works hard. He's he's one of my favorite people to root for. And next thing you know uh, – you know, Collinsworth is like, this guy squats over 600 pounds. And, <laughs> you know, and she's like, she's telling me I should be an announcer all the time. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Because uh, I, I, I do that quite often. And, uh, yeah, I'm maybe not as good as Romo, but I feel I feel like I think I, they save those spots for former players and coaches. Well, I could be the other guy. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing a little Seinfeld for you there. Uh, oh. Hey, it's that time of the year, that time of the, the podcast where we come to talk. Let's get some let's get let's get some dogs in here. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is a pet friendly yeah, podcast, uh, everybody. We got someone coming home, so obviously the alarms go off. There you go. Why do you need alarms when you have those dogs? That's well, that the reference of the alarm was for the dogs. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I got I didn't get that. But I also have an alarm too. It it beeps. I don't know if you heard the beep too, but Anyway. Anyway. All right. So who's Philly got this week? I think Philly might be on a bye. Oh, no. They got Washington this week. So. You just Where are we at? Yeah, I was just looking to see who Philly had this week, and they're at Washington. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Philly's just going to keep rolling. Yep. Then we'll come to, to last night's game. Uh, San Francisco. This is And this is not good news for the Bengals for next week, by the way. 
Oh, it has nothing to do with that. And I I don't believe in that. They're trending in a, a bad a bad direction. And I think it's good for the Bengals. You think it's good for the Bengals, okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. So the Niners lose their second straight road game. Um, this time to what I consider an inferior team in Minnesota. Uh, missing their biggest offensive weapon, still put up 452 yards on that San Francisco defense. Um, and that has nothing to do with San Francisco. Primetime Kirk Cousins. Yeah, prime time. He came through last night. Yep. Um, you got to root for that guy. Just do you? Just a good guy. <laughs> I don't know if you do. Um, I know the Niners tried to trade for him when he was with Washington. Um, I root for him. He's a good guy. He's a, he's a good family guy. He's funny. He, he likes to mess with himself. That little, uh, cameo on the for the auditions for the Manning cast by the way if you haven't seen it oh that pull is up the whole thing <laughs> it, it, they all of them are all of them are pretty funny they are really good uh, once again just dominating the time of possession in this game uh 34 and a half 35 minutes to 25 minutes uh outscored them by 100 or outgained them by 130 yards five more first downs two less turnovers just a just owning them. I'm actually surprised the game was this close. Um, yeah, San Francisco still had a chance to pull it out, and watching that game, it looked like Minnesota just kind of dominated them, and then you see the score, you're like, That's, that doesn't add up. Yeah. yeah I, I have no idea how this game was this close. When you look at the, If you look at just the stat lines, and the analytic guys, I'll be interested to go check out. Uh, there's some sites I say that predict what the score should have been with the stats. And I'd be interested to go check that out because I'm guessing that they're going to have Minnesota winning this game by 14. Yeah. That'd um, be an interesting uh, find there. Looking with the, at the stat lines. Um, but that this was only a five point game. It's kind of a credit to San Francisco uh, to stay in the game that they just yeah, got out. That's, that's like what I was getting at there, you know, to be still in it and look like they got dominated was, is surprising. I don't know if that says more about their offense, not being able to move or, their defense not completely breaking. Yeah, I mean, I get that the offense has, has had some injuries, but that defense is supposed to be really good. They just got run off. Although I guess they haven't beaten Minnesota in Minnesota in like 15 years. So well, it's really cold up there. It's probably snowing, and they just can't play in the cold weather. Yes, I'm just gonna ignore that. <laughs> Continue talking. You don't want to talk about uh, the dome? No, I don't want to talk about the dome. I heard the dome. Uh, Aaron Rodgers said last night on the Manning cast that uh, it's the loudest, the loudest place he's ever played. But he also, he also said that they pump in sound too. Is that legal? I didn't think that was legal. <laughs> well, that's what he called him. He called him out last night, so you know they probably shouldn't say too much about it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. Uh, I do know that Minnesota's got one of the few legitimate home field advantages still in the NFL. Um, because that crowd is that crowd is loud, even if they don't pump in sound. That's that's but, a place I want to go to uh, to go see that dome and the Mercedes Benz Dome in Atlanta are two that I I, I got to go check out. I mean, they they look there's some beautiful pieces of architecture there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this game, uh, you and I texted each other. You were like, "Oh man, I knew I had a feeling about Minnesota," and I picked the I picked the Niners really low in our in our pick'em contest where we pick all the games. 
but then I was walking through the grocery store yesterday and just had a feeling. I was like, this just doesn't make sense. Too many injuries. So I, I, I did put some actual money on Minnesota. Um, yeah, I text five people yesterday. I'm like, I, I think I'm leaning Minnesota. And they all laughed at me. I was like, yeah. and it was for a survivor. It was a redo for a survivor pick. Ah, okay. Like, I'm feeling Minnesota because I didn't get on it yesterday. It was, uh, it was sent to me after all the games started. Thanks, Nippies. Um, it's like, yeah, you got to get on this, but you only have one game left to pick. I'm like, okay, thanks. So I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, I just, I got a feeling about Minnesota. And then I, you know, obviously the spread's a touchdown. And I'm like, I got to go with the safe pick here. And, uh, but my gut was telling me Minnesota. And who was uh, your safe pick? The safe pick, San Fran. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to look at any of the other games because it was sent to me Sunday night at uh Sunday night at uh eight thirty. So after all the games have started, except for San Fran, Minnesota. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. And I'm you've already a, out. So you've you've had a rough year in Survivor. I've had a rough year. Period. I <laughs> I feel like my information is fantastic. I feel like I know. Um, what's happening with these teams. Um, I know their identities. I feel smarter than I've ever, than I've ever felt with, uh, with the knowledge of these teams and to pick a game. I just, yeah. The NFL is the NFL is the sports world craps. Like it's just rolling dice. It's unreal. My line guesses, uh, are spot on. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm almost identical on, on, probably 80% of them. And how can you not even remotely come close to picking a game? So anyways, uh, the biggest loser uh, this, this week is me um, <laughs> followed, followed by Buffalo. And I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to put Miami in there as well. Uh, actually Detroit too. So those, those three um, biggest losers uh, and me four. So, yeah. <laughs> That's the biggest losers. Yeah. Uh, I guess totally, winner, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Uh, I'm still not going to call him a winner. I don't know if you can call the team Buffalo a loser and then him a winner. Well, but he did, you he know, he did, contract extension. he did get an extension. The GM did resign himself yeah. uh, as the head coach to an extension. So that's, that's, what I was, that's what I was saying. He, he wins his 300th uh, game ever, and he's uh, really excited about it. Um, they were he, he was asked about it, and – he was beyond excited. Yeah. The, the winners for the week, I'm going to give uh, the Ravens. Uh, I think they really probably the most impressive performance of the week. Um, yeah. And I'm just going to hope that the Lions, I'm not going to chalk it up as a loss to them. I'm just going to hope that was just one of those games that got away from an early. And they're like, all right, let's, this one's not happening today. Let's not get hurt. Um, and let's let's uh let's try and work on some things because that's the only reason I can think of that they went for two after that touchdown was to just work on a play, yeah, um, you know something they might need later in the season when it actually is a game they can they can win. Uh, biggest winner of the week is uh, Badgent, I think for me. Yeah, um, my guy, your guy, um, just came in. I mean, 162 yards passing. He didn't have to do much, uh, but he did it, and they looked good doing it. Um, some more losers of the week. Uh, I don't know if we already talked about the Saints being losers in that game. Yep. Uh, well, we didn't, but yes. Um, at home, at home yeah. against the team that just 
it's just getting by. I feel yeah. like, they, I mean, they're looking, they're looking decent, but somehow they're just getting by. Yeah. Tampa, I think is the loser in that game. Um, another winner for another winner for the week is NFL fans because this week is over. Yes. This was this. There were just a lot of dregs of games this week. Yeah, that's whatever. Good one. And six teams on a bye didn't help. Um, yeah, looking ahead to the to the games next week looks a little better. I think uh, I might go stanza next week. Yeah, just to your opposite. Yeah, you stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> Texted that to you and John. I was like, I'm gonna if I go if I go zero and five or one and one and four this week, I'm I'm gonna start Costanzing it. <laughs> <laughs> if everything I say is wrong, the opposite must be true. I mean, my my top five not only not cover, they also didn't even win. Really, I didn't even see that. Didn't even get lucky. Let's see. Yeah, and they were three or four of the five were favorites too. Yeah, no, I I know that's that's why. Yeah, like, you know, if, if I bet done, on dogs, that wouldn't be any. That wouldn't be yeah. as funny. If you done a round robin parlay with the dogs against your picks, you would have made some money this week. Yep. Yep. You got a stock tip. <laughs> I got a stock tip. Very good. All right. Uh, I think we've covered it all for this week. Yes, uh, sir. Nate's already got his guesses in for the lines. Uh, John and I will get ours in and uh, hopefully be back tomorrow with those. Uh, until then, uh, thanks for joining Nate and me on the Wrong Side Right Result recap. The only time of the week where we're both right. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> We're probably still wrong about a lot of things. Uh, but thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll be back again later this week. All right. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Nate. Absolutely. My pleasure. I can't believe I agree with you 100% on that.